0: One and welcome to the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Mintel, the relationship doctor, and I'm here along with my co-host Chris Weigel. And every weekend, we're here. We're doing life together. And we're so glad you've joined us. So Chris, how are you this fine weekend? How not, are you doing?
1: Not too bad. Not, not too, too bad. bad. Just had an insect bite. Oh God! So my hand was swollen.
0: It looks kind of bad, yeah, but I it's mean, getting better. Yeah. I only play a doctor on
1: uh,
0: <laughs> on the radio, but that does look pretty bad. So did you get that checked out?
1: I did. They just said, "Hey, take a couple of pills. You'll oh, be fine. You'll be fine." Well, I feel
0: like today we should be like singing the Love Boat theme. You remember it? Now I'm probably dating myself oh, by even wow. saying yeah, that, that.
1: Predates me a little bit. Does yeah, it? Well, you know, speaking of that, once a year on Valentine's Day, anyway, we celebrate love. But here at the Dr. Linda Mental Show, we believe that love should be celebrated all year long. That's right. So today, we're going to talk about ways you can keep love alive every day of the year. Now,
0: this could be challenging for mm. people in love relationships, right? Because right. we're going to challenge you with ideas here. You know, it's really great that we have one day a year to really celebrate love, right? So on Valentine's Day, people know they're supposed to do something for their Mm -hmm. person that they love. And most of us take that day, and we make dinner reservations, or we buy cards and gifts to express our love and appreciation. And that's really nice, and we need to do that for people who are special in our life. But, Chris, what happens after February 14th?
1: Well, February 15th, but <laughs> <It's true. laughs> Valentine's Day does make you think about something romantic, but I suspect that most of us need to focus on keeping romance alive all year long, like we've said. And I will admit, that has not been high on my priority list. You don't
0: um, every day wake up and go, what can I do to celebrate love today? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, I don't think you're alone with that one. I think that it's really hard to constantly be thinking that way, but we do want to bring attention to the idea that we want you to be romantic with your special person all year long, not mm-hmm. just on one day a week. And we can get really comfortable in relationships, and we don't always focus on romance enough in long-term relationships, unless you're a hopeless romantic. <laughs> I don't think you or I would fall into that nah, category. it doesn't, doesn't seem like it. I, I do know a few people like that, though, and they're really good at this. But Can you think about when the last romantic uh, gesture you made with Sharon was?
1: Yes. Now, don't respond too quickly. Okay. I can explain this, but I wash the dishes. And the reason that's romantic is because Sharon is an acts of service type person. Ah. So if I come home from work and clean up the kitchen, I'm good to go.
0: Well, you know, that fits right in with what I'm thinking about, too, because Mm -hmm. Norm, who's our producer as well, loves to cook. And when he gets up on Saturday mornings and he makes breakfast for me, hmm. it's the same way. I just really feel like that's romantic. Right? He's getting up and he makes awesome breakfast. I mean, he's he's a better cook than I am, if really? truth be told. Wow. Yes, he he's into that gourmet thing. Mm-hmm. He's also really good at sending flowers for special occasion. He gives me back rubs every night when huh. I'm we're kind of watching television together, right. and I really think that's romantic. But there certainly is more that we both can do, probably more than I could do. You notice I'm talking about he's, right. he's throwing up his hands in the control room and going, yes, yes, we have to do more to show our affection for each other more often. And we're one of those couples that's been in a long-term relationship.
1: Well, see, I'll come over for breakfast, but he, I don't want him to rub my back.
0: Right. He's yelling it's not going to happen from that's the other right. room.
1: I think what we're saying basically is that you have to be intentional like you were when you were earlier in your relationship when you were dating. Uh, So to help us out, we did a little bit of a web search, and we found a few ideas that might help.
0: We did. Now, I'm not so sure about this first one. So what do you think of this? It seems a little corny to Uh, me.
1: Corny is the first word I thought of, yeah.
0: So the idea was buy a watch and inscribe it with, I always have time for you.
1: Come on. Uh, (laughs) A little, uh,
0: hands down in the studio, people are giving it the the thumbs down. Not going to happen flirt a little bit when you're at public or at a party. Think back to the effort that you both did, like you were saying, when you were dating and you had to get the other person's attention. Mm -hmm. So maybe you could do that. And maybe that will bring up a little bit of a spark.
1: Maybe we should, uh, I don't know, put a note in a pocket uh, with a kiss on it, which I'm not doing that either. (laughs) All
0: right, we'll keep going here. How about pick flowers from the side of the road and bring them in?
1: I thought about this when we were putting the show together. I thought I would come back. I'm the guy who would come back with a handful of weeds. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not sure what those flowers look like. All
0: know. right, how about cooking together? Do you like that one?
1: We can do that. All right, we find can do that. one. At least one, we found right. one.
0: Well, the message that we're trying to say is that romance needs to be a normal part of your relationship and not just a thing you do once a year. So we're going to drive that point home so that we can come up with really good ways to show love and affection. It's really important in a relationship. And again, it's really important in long-term relationships where we tend to forget
1: that. See, this is a tricky one here because... It wouldn't necessarily be romantic, but couldn't you just ask your partner what would work to show them some (laughs) romance? And then if they do tell you something, well, they think that you only did it because they told you and then it would be mechanical and awkward?
0: I've heard that in therapy so many times I can't tell you where they'll Mm -hmm. say, well, if I ask, then I do it, then they know that I'm just doing it because they told me that's what they like. Mm -hmm. But how do you know if you don't ask? So I think it is a sign of romance to ask what things would be romantic to you. Mm-hmm. And then you know it doesn't mean you have to do them all, you know, right away. Yeah. But that would be a good thing, I think. There's not always a way of knowing I'm thinking back we have these old movies and there's one at Christmas time where my dad is really gonna surprise my mom with a beautiful gift and so she's opening the box we see this on the video it's actually (laughs) kind of sad when we watch it she opens up the box and it's this beautiful long coat with a big fur collar on it Mm -hmm. and you can tell it was it was no sound in the movies back then and you can read her lips and she's going oh Bill this costs too much money. <laughs> and you can just see my dad being completely deflated because right. he thought he was doing this very romantic gesture, mm-hmm. and my mom just didn't like it. So it probably would have been a good thing to ask her first. Right. Avoid that.
1: Oh, well, let's talk about something specific that might be a bit controversial to even bring up. Uh-oh. I don't know if it's politically correct. It has to do with keeping up your appearance. Mm. Now, what I mean is for some people, romance has to do with the other person and what they can do to look their best. I know that it might sound shallow, but doesn't it affect your romantic feelings if your partner lets himself or herself Go physically and doesn't attend to you know basic grooming and self care?
0: Yeah, that is a little touchy to bring up. But I, I do think it is a really important subject because it is easy to just get lazy when you get in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And especially in the wintertime, like I don't even know what my toes look like
1: until <laughs>
0: springtime comes. Right. Fortunately, my husband is not into feet, uh-huh. so he's not looking at my feet. But, uh, and, you know, we wear boots all the time. You don't mm-hmm. really, I don't know, we cover up so much in the wintertime in the right. northern states that. I don't know if we're exercising as much self-care, but the point of all this is that you really do need to pay attention to your grooming and the habits around self-care because it does boost your confidence and it does make you feel more romantic. I mean, really, it makes you feel sexier when you're taking care of yourself and you're doing your best. Now, that doesn't mean you have to get obsessed with it, Mm -hmm. but you should really pay attention to how you look.
1: Well, and too often we see people who just let go, like you said, and not care about their physical health or appearance. Once they get into the relationship, and that has to affect romance a little.
0: Well, it does because it's not just men who are visual. Women mm-hmm. are visual, too. And so I'm a big believer in doing what you can, again, to keep that up because we are visual. And that is a part of what stimulates us and makes us feel attractive to our partners. So it affects your own self-esteem, I think, as well when you're not keeping up with your own personal grooming.
1: Well, let's go back to that. You've uh, mentioned that uh, men and women both. Are visual people, usually it's the men who are accused of being overly visual, but it's men and women as well.
0: It's equal. So when you mm-hmm. look at the research, we find out that one of the reasons is, is that we attribute men and women positive qualities to people who look good. Hmm. So isn't that interesting? So it isn't even so much about their looks as much about what we attribute to them. If they look good to us, we feel better about them.
1: We talked about acts of service at the beginning of the show, but uh, what about touch? Isn't that also a love language?
0: It is, and there are a lot of people who really have that as their primary language. They really want to be touched, And when we say touch, it doesn't mean that you have to then move into some kind of intimate activity. We're Mm -hmm. talking about simple things like holding the person's hand, putting your arm around your partner, um, that can boost romance. You know, Chris, I remember hearing uh, stories about President George uh, H.W. Bush, Mm -hmm. the George 41, is that we call him, instead of 43. (laughs) And I remember he just adored his wife, Barbara. Mm. They used to talk about that they would sit and they would watch television, and while they were watching television, even in their old age, they would hold hands. Mm. So I think a back rub, a squeeze on the hand, a kiss... It really lets your partner know that you're thinking of them, that you're interested in them, and touch is just a very powerful thing that really releases what we call oxytocin. And that's one of the chemicals in your body that helps you bond with another person.
1: Even when you are 70 or 80 years old? Yes,
0: it releases that oxytocin. It's good for the connections that you make with people. Wow.
1: Well, there's plenty more to talk about on ways to keep romance alive all year long, right here on The Dr. Linda Mental Show.
0: Hey, it's Dr. Linda Mental from the Dr. Linda Mental Radio Show. Join the conversation for our shows by commenting on questions and show topics posted on social media. Go to MyFaithRadio.com, click on my show, and leave your comments in the comment box. Or click on one of the social media icons and leave your comments on Facebook or Twitter. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Welcome back to the Dr. Linda Mental Show, and today we're talking about ways to keep romance alive every day of the year and if you want more help on healthy relationships go to dr linda's website drlindamental.com and there you will find blogs and ways to connect with dr linda on social media i encourage you to check out her website and sign up for her free e-newsletter that comes out once a month and you've got blogs with titles like be my valentine in a more exciting way Suffering from sexual boredom and more. That one
0: should get people interested. I would think so. That's a good one. (laughs) Suffering from sexual boredom. Go to that blog.
1: Right. Well, today we're really talking about doing things that keep us connected to one another and bring more intimacy.
0: That's right, Chris. And so one of the things that you can do that you might underestimate that would be romantic. Are you ready for this one? Okay. Just laugh more together. Do you think of that as romantic?
1: I do. it's a great way to connect good
0: because it really does bring intimacy Mm -hmm. and a lot of times couples will have private jokes or private humor and they'll use that as a way to connect in a more intimate way
1: see sharon and i have some but can't share those here that's right because they're private along those same lines what about having meaningful conversations
0: that seems like a really small thing but Mm -hmm. that really is a good one in terms of building intimacy all year long because women especially want to feel connected emotionally to their partner In order to be more sexually connected. So if you want to rev up the romance, one of the best ways you can do it is to have some conversation with your partner.
1: And we've mentioned this before on the program, being spontaneous and and trying something novel.
0: So research shows that spontaneity is an important component to long and happy relationships. Hmm. Now think about it, because you get bored otherwise, right? Right. So once in a while you have to Break from a tradition, do something new, do something novel, shake it up a little bit, surprise your partner, um, maybe make a small surprise, you know, by leaving a note on the fridge if you never do that, Mm -hmm. leave a loving uh, voicemail to someone, send a card to work, just do something, breakfast in bed, flowers, or even a singing telegram at work. I've (laughs) never gotten one of those.
1: No. I I just
0: imagine, like, you know, someone in a shark costume or something would show up and do something silly. A shark costume? Yeah, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Remember Landshark on Saturday Night Live? Landshark. Did you ever see that?
1: I saw something about that just recently. Yeah, it was really funny.
0: But it's just something novel and fun. And you really need to do that because the brain likes novelty, and it makes you more excited in a relationship.
1: So it's important to you know get out of the rut yes. and be more just to uh, mix things up a bit.
0: So doing new things, I'm going to go back to the brain again, releases that oxytocin in the brain which is one of the chemicals that makes us feel all giddy when a relationship is fresh. Hmm. So when we have new relationships we get this release and novelty is one of the ways that releases that again in the brain. So I'm gonna say, go to a different restaurant, Mm -hmm. go somewhere on a trip, even if it's short, take a day off, do something different.
1: Now here's an idea that might help in the romance department, and that it's simple. Turn off the cell phone.
0: Or any device. Yeah. I'm gonna say all devices. Right. So yes, 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 yes to that one, (laughs) okay? Why would you turn it off? What would you be doing instead?
1: Uh, Talking to your uh, mate.
0: Yes, and looking at each other, looking at each other in the eyes. Just think about when you're in a room and people are all on devices. Hmm. Nobody's looking each other in the eye, right? They're looking down at their devices. They're right. not looking at each other. So if you make a conscious effort to put away the technology, maybe for one hour a night, then maybe you'll find some opportunities for romance to rise.
1: And then something uh, may pop up that you can actually do together. Because when you have children and jobs and families and, and all the, everything that's going on, uh, you get so busy that you can come home exhausted you plop down on the couch before the TV and then you simply just vegetate it feels good to take a break it doesn't do much in the romance department
0: yeah so here's something I want to I want to tell you there's a study and we might have mentioned this before in another show but it's the most interesting study they took complete strangers Chris and they put them across the table from each other kind of like the mm-hmm. way we're sitting now which people can't see <laughs> so let's say you and I are paired we don't know each other and they had us staring each other in the eye for two minutes Ooh. no talking just looking at each other in the eye for two minutes. They had another group that they had to do the same thing and not blink, which I don't that would be really hard to do. Yeah. But the people who just stared at each other, at the end of that two minutes, they surveyed them, and you know what they said? Said, we're attracted to each other. <laughs> I'm serious. Amazing. Just from staring and looking and giving eye contact. So if strangers can do that, huh. what would be the impact if you just turned off your devices looked lovingly into the eyes of the person that you're 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 in love with it would really raise a lot of really passionate feelings i think that's a tip that isn't going to cost much that you could do
1: Just sit sit there and look at each other. Sit there and look at each other.
0: It's great to do something like that, but you know, here's the point: if we don't make time to do these little things, we're going to get more distant in our relationship. So you really do have to schedule in some of this, or think about some of this, or, like we were saying before, just do something really novel that's spontaneous at the you know that you're not thinking about. Do something Mm -hmm. that is not hard to do that doesn't cost a lot of money so talking listening staring into the eyes laughing together having conversations any of that if you make that person a priority it's gonna go very far
1: okay so we want to do some of these romantic things as often as possible but does showing your mate appreciation work as a way of romancing them
0: I think that's powerful and I think appreciation is really romantic you have lots of opportunities just by using your words you can give words of affirmation, words of appreciation. You can give words of adoration to your partner. Mm. And the more you do that, the more it's going to pay off. And so if you start to say things that are very positive to your partner, they're going to start looking at you and they're going to start wanting even more of that relationship. It's really one of the foundational features of what we call the relationship house So giving fondness and admiration to your partner is really one of the levels of building a good relationship that you have to put in.
1: What would you say about nonverbal cues?
0: So I think nonverbal can be very powerful as well. You can give a wink to somebody. You can smile at them. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's right when you were dating. If somebody smiled at you, it was like, approach me. Right. Correct? So if you do that, that's inviting romance. You can begin your day with a question, hmm, what can I do to really celebrate romance with my partner today. What would happen if you did that every day?
1: Well, first of all, Sharon would be completely baffled (laughs) if if I were to do that. You
0: might have a few more children, too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me ask you, what do you uh, think of the idea of spending time devising a dream vacation?
0: Well, so I found this as one of the things that really brings on the romance Hmm. when I was looking at different ideas on the internet, right? right? And I actually love this idea because vacations, even if you may not ever go on it, you're really sharing a lot of intimate thoughts and dreams and what you would like to do with your partner. And then hopefully you know, you can get some brochures and you can mm. look at websites. It gives you something to do together. But even if you can't go on it, just the idea of planning it, dreaming about it, working together, that process is enough to bring you together and beef up romance.
1: What about taking turns planning dates? It's, it's like when one person isn't always responsible for the fun or the romance.
0: I think that's a really good point because when you're the one that always has to plan it, it doesn't feel so romantic, right? Mm. So take time, surprise each other, and don't make it just be one-sided.
1: When we come back, more thoughts on keeping romance alive right here on the Dr. Linda Mental Show. Hey, it's Chris from the Dr. Linda Mental Radio Show. Dr. Linda's latest book is titled Living Beyond Pain, It gives practical tools to anyone who is living with chronic pain and wants to get his or her life back on track. Recently, Dr. Linda's listeners had questions about pain, and she answers those questions with tips from her book, Living Beyond Pain.
0: I have a question. After having chronic pain for so long, I just feel depressed. I feel trapped, and uh,
1: can you talk about this?
0: Pain and depression are linked together. The more depressed you are, the harder the pain is to tolerate. The more pain you have, sometimes you find yourself in that depressed state. Depression can really influence the intensity, the frequency, and the healing of your pain. And at times, depression can cause unexplained physical symptoms of pain. Sometimes you have symptoms of joint pain, limb pain, gastrointestinal problems, tiredness, sleep problems, and so on. And those can all be indicators of depression as well. You might think they're just physical symptoms that they could be indicating that you're also depressed. One of the treatments for this is to try some antidepressants to see if they can be helpful. They have been shown Mm. to be helpful with people with chronic pain.
1: Hey, thanks Dr. Linda. If you would like a copy of Dr. Linda Mental's book, Living Beyond Pain, go to drlindamental.com or you can find Living Beyond Pain anywhere books are sold online. You're listening to the Dr. Linda Mental Show, and Dr. Linda has written numerous books. One that might help since we're talking about couples' relationships today is I Married You, Not Your Family, and Nine Other Myths That May Ruin Your Marriage. Check out that book and others on her website, drlindamental.com, and follow her on Twitter at DrLindaHelps and on social media as well. And if you're just joining us today, we're talking about ways to keep romance alive every day, not just one designated day a year and we have a few more ideas. And Dr. Linda, have you ever taken a class with Dr. Norm? Because some people feel that this is a romantic thing to do.
0: Actually have, have you?
1: We have. What did you do? Actually it was in college. We were taking a uh, one of those summer classes together and it didn't go well because Sharon made much better grades than I did. <laughs> so I just I stayed mad at her the entire time.
0: <laughs> so it was a literal class, it like an a, academic class together. It was together. a class, yes. Okay, well, Norm and I didn't do that. But mm-hmm. we, I don't think we ever took classes together. But we did do something really fun. We took a cooking class in Italy together. Oh, wow. And that was a great experience. And I would love to do more of that. We've looked at, like tours and cruises where you can take cooking classes and you can learn more about food and culinary things. So that's something that is enjoyable. And that really would build intimacy if if we did that. I think it did. And I liked that. So when you do something together, you feel more connected and you maybe even discover new parts of that person that you didn't know.
1: There is that newness or the novelty part that you're talking about. Uh, maybe trying something like golf lessons or tennis.
0: Oh, oh, I forgot we did we did take golf lessons together. You did you golf again? Okay. Oh my gosh, I couldn't get it, Chris. <laughs> I'm, I'm a tennis player, and I couldn't get the difference in how you deal with your arm. And so I was really bad. In fact, the pro that was working with me looked at me at the end of it and said, I think you probably should stick to tennis. <laughs> that was well, not a good thing.
1: You and Dr. Norm, that's two type A personalities yeah. on a golf course together. That,
0: and I'll tell you, when we played tennis together, it did not promote intimacy because we're highly competitive.
1: <laughs> well, maybe a CPR class would be best for the best for the two of you. That's right. Let me ask you about this, Dr. Linda. It's, it's very easy to get centered on kids, but one day you and your partner will have an empty nest.
0: Yeah, and that's right. A lot of people look at the other person and go, wow, we don't really know each other very well. Who are you, right? Right, and that's not good. So you consciously chose that person, and that romantic love needs to be different from the love that you have with your kids, right? Because that's family, that's a whole different thing. And you want to show your children actually a loving relationship between Mm. the two of you as well. So you have to keep nurturing that. If you do that, everyone benefits. The kids get to see a good model of a loving and romantic couple, and you continue to build that in your relationship. So kiss your spouse hello when you first get home. You know, Chris, my parents used to take a yearly vacation. To Florida now we, they lived in Michigan mm. and every year in January they would go to Florida just the two of them and we would get so mad as kids we were like wait why are you getting to go to Florida we're not but right. I'm convinced that that was just a, a romantic getaway for my mom and dad it was a really healthy thing to do right. and they lasted 65 years of marriage
1: that's a, a good tip yes right if you're in Michigan go to Florida that's for, right. for a while that's right. <laughs> now I'm just going to put this out there I'll probably get in trouble for this one but I'm um, having more sex seems to me like a great way to keep romance going.
0: Well, I'm glad you brought that up. I really am. Because when you maintain a healthy and a frequent sex life, you're taking the first step to really ensure that you and your partner keep that passion alive. It's very important. And and I can't tell you the number of people I see in therapy who ignore this part of their life and they have problems and they become more distant with each other. Mm. And I know stress can get in the way and life can get in the way and it can dampen those feelings of romance, but you need to keep that part of your relationship alive. And couples who don't have problems.
1: Right. And here's a basic way to keep romance together. But I wonder how many of us with busy schedules don't do this and that's eat dinner together.
0: I know. Do you think of that as romance when we talk about eating dinner together? It's hmm. not really doesn't sound romantic. Right. But again, this is where the family communicates. This is the foundation of your family life. This is where kind of flirting and romance and can be demonstrated again with your kids. Sit down together, put the phones away, turn off the television and simply talk. And remember the eye contact, remember how important mm, that was. Right. So tell stories like when you first met and you couldn't stop looking at each other. Now, don't get too in detail with this because then the kids are kind of rolling their eyes and going, too much information, too much information. But all of that builds a sort of fondness and affection around the dinner table. But
1: it doesn't just have to happen at the dinner table. Remembering great times together and why you got together in the first place often brings up good feelings.
0: It's so good to rehearse the positive things in your relationship and remember the great times that you have together. And especially remember, why did I choose that person? So whatever sparked your interest or made you laugh together in the past, can really, you can bring up those moments and you can regain those loving feelings.
1: So I would think that the opposite of lighthearted and positive is holding on to grudges, and that's a top romance killer.
0: I'm glad we brought this up because resentment kills romance, and so forgiveness needs to be a regular part of the relationship expressing how you feel trying to understand what happened if there's a problem asking for assurance if that's a problem you know sometimes we need to hear we need to be reassured by our partner that things are going well or they're not going well but overall if there's a problem You don't wanna hold on to that and not talk about that.
1: And in, in some ways that relates to probably the most important things that couples can do to keep romance alive, and that's staying spiritually strong.
0: And Chris, this is the foundation of a healthy, flourishing relationship. I really can't overstate the importance of how a shared spiritual life brings intimacy. So praying together is very intimate being open about your weaknesses, reading the word together, participating in a church community. These are all ways to strengthen your marriage and to build a three-way cord that cannot be broken. So many couples struggle because they don't see the importance of attending to their spiritual lives in order to strengthen their romantic lives. Sharing your faith puts you on the same page it gives you common purpose it brings meaning to difficult life events and it encourages honesty and openness all of those things lead to intimacy so if you need a place to begin start by adding more romance all year round start with building your faith together and see what god does in your heart he opens you to love in new ways and that only strengthens the bond between two people and if you need a place to begin it's the bible as a couple open the book of solomon read it together You'll see the importance of romance and intimacy as something created by God. It will actually inspire you. Well, I hope we've given you a few good tips. We want you to keep that romance alive every day of the year, not just one day that is determined as a celebration. That's all the time we have for today. Many thanks to our producer and social media director, Norm Mintel, our engineer and my co-host, Chris Weigel, who makes the show a conversation. From all of us here at Faith Radio, we'll talk to you next weekend. In the meantime, remember, we're here, we're doing life together, and it's better when you don't have to do it alone. You and I
1: make everything a little better doing together
0: Well, thanks for listening to this conversation from the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. These podcasts are available because of listener support. You can make a gift now at MyFaithRadio.com. And thanks for sharing this audio link with a friend and helping us grow the impact of the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. Also, take a moment to subscribe to the podcast today at iTunes or your podcast player, and you'll never miss a show.